2018 is coming to a close, and there is no better way to wrap up this year than to take a look back at some of our favorite audio moments from the 2018 McPherson High Sports seasons and our broadcast here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Joining me as always, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, it was a great 2018 year. A couple of state championship banners are up inside the roundhouse. It was a phenomenal year, and I want to relive some of those moments with you. Can we do that? Sure. A lot of championships, near championships, league titles. You know, we kind of covered the whole spectrum. So let's preface this list with this, Steve. These are not our top moments of the year for the McPherson I teams in any sort of particular order. What this is, though, are reliving some of our favorite moments from games that we were broadcasting because right. we want to have the audio with it. And so we have some honorable mentions and some names that didn't get to make the list, such as Ellie Barrett and Emma Ruddle winning state championships individually in track. How about Rhett Edmondson winning a state wrestling championship at 120 pounds? And then obviously a state doubles tennis championship and a state team tennis state championship. None of those things are listed here, but very high honorable mention. We wish that we could have been broadcasting those. Oh, yeah, it had been fun, but, uh, uh, you know, we, we just... I don't know what a tennis broadcast would sound like. <laughs> I'm sure we would Hit. come up... I'm Hit. Sure, yeah, Hit. I, there's a backhand, and you know, there's a, there's a <laughs> smash at the... No, I'm, I'm sure we would come up with something. So let's start things off by beginning with maybe what was our most exciting game. We won a couple of awards for this game because it was such a unbelievable comeback and an unbelievable environment. And so emotional. And that was the Girls' State Championship game in basketball from March 10th, 2018, inside the Tony's Pizza Event Center. I want to start off with the best audio of the year. And that is, with about two and a half minutes to go, Bishop Miege is leading by seven. The Bullpups are trying to fight back on defense. And this is the moment of the year that I don't think anybody has let Steve live down over these last nine months. Bishop Miege makes a shot off of a miss. They get a put back and score. And Steve throws down the line of the year. And we're going to hear it here in just a minute. But, Steve, you have no regrets about the dagger call, correct? No, none, none at all. Because at the time, I thought it was the dagger. Because Bishop Miege simply does not lose nine-point leads with about two minutes to go. They're too well-coached and too talented. So we'll start off with Steve's very infamous dagger call. Bishop Miege very content with holding on here with a seven-point lead and 2.40 to go in the state championship game. Johnny Gonzalez takes it to the hole, can't finish. Offensive rebound and put back by Peyton Fairholz. She's got 15, and the lead grows back to nine. And two and a half is, to go. That's the dagger. That is the dagger. So you've heard the dagger call. The Bullpups are out of it. There's no chance they can come back. But wait just a minute. They found a way. They cut it to three points. And I want to play this whole audio because, in my opinion, it's some of the best that we had all year, Steve. So we're going to play the audio of the Bullpups getting a stop on the defensive end, then getting the ball back, and then, of course, the big magical Riley Het three. Stags from left to right. They've got to get the ball across half court. They throw it up That's for Courtney Harms. That's a good foul. Harms drives in, dumps it down, face off hard, and traveling is called. 53.6 seconds left. It's a one-possession game, and the Bullpups have the ball. And what a masterful job Chris Stratman has done on the sideline playing offense, defense, a three-pointer, and we have a brand-new game. 51-48, 50 seconds ago. Lake and Schieffer. Dribbles to the left side. Passes up top for Riley Hess. Now down to 45. Riley Hess 
with a bounce pass to Andrea Sweat. Taylor Robertson hasn't made a three tonight, and wouldn't she love to make one here? Sheeprick with a pass left corner, head open three for the tie. Good! Wiley Head knocks down a three. 30 seconds left. We're tied up at 51. Unbelievable. They were down nine. Now nearly a turnover in the backcourt. Miasia to the frontcourt. Right wing, Jordan Gonzalez. 18 seconds left. State title on the line. Now down to 15. 51-51. And a timeout taken by Bishop Miage. Okay, so we're tied up now as the Bullpups are trying to force this game into overtime. And Bishop Miage gets a timeout. They have a chance off the inbounds. And what you might not hear in some of this audio, Steve, is right before this happens is talking about what Bishop Miege's strategy was going to be on this possession. And we were diving all into it, what they were going to do, but as it turned out, the Bullpups had the great play defensively. And did you have a little bit of doubt in your mind that Bishop Miege would score on that final possession and win it at the buzzer? Or did you think the Bullpups were going to get a stop on defense? I just... Well, you know me. I'm I'm kind of a half-empty guy. Oh, I, you I just, are? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I just kind of thought they were going to pound it inside and Hawthorne was going to find a way to hit a game winner with like two seconds to go. Well, instead of doing that, the Bullpups got a stop, and here's the audio from that final defensive play. 51-51. Miege inbounds to Faith Hawthorne, now down to 12 seconds to go. Bullpups trying to force overtime. State title on the line. Six seconds. Johnny Gonzalez working on Riley Head. Passes right wing. Two seconds. One second. Shot at the buzzer. No good. Overtime. 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 The Bullpups rally from the depths of despair, and we're going to overtime here in the Girls State Championship game. So we get into overtime in the Girls State Championship game, and at this point, you had a pretty good feeling that the Bullpups were going to be able to be in control. They took the lead early. They never let it up. There was one more final chance for Bishop Miege, and we're going to play this audio as the Bullpups got their final stop defensively, and then after that, Taylor Robertson was able to seal this game at the free throw line. We'll play that audio right now. Miege to the other end. Burholz, three ball coming short. Rebound, Lakin Schieffrich gets it into the hands of Taylor Robertson. Two seconds left, 1.9 to go. And Taylor Robertson can close her career with a game-sealing free throw. Foul is on Faith Hawthorne and Taylor Robertson with 1.9 on the clock in overtime and a three-point lead, needs one to win state title number nine and state title number one of her career. Did you ever think Taylor Robertson wouldn't get it done? Oh, my God, she missed one. It went all the way down and popped out. 1.9 to yeah, go. 1.9. That's If she makes – she's not going to miss two in a row, Jim. You know that. Taylor Robertson, the final shot – of her McPherson career, has just won a state championship. 1.9 left. Bishop Miege can't even throw up a shot. It's over! The Bullpups have knocked off Bishop Miege! And for the ninth time in school history, the Bullpups stand atop the state of Kansas. 62 McPherson, 58 Miege in overtime. Bullpups win! Bullpups win! Bullpups win it! What a finish from the Tony's Pizza at center in Salina. McPherson, state champion, and the four-year run of terror is over. The evil empire has fallen. 
What a terrific game it was as the Bullpup girls beat Bishop Miege 62-58 in overtime to win their ninth state championship in girls' history on the basketball side. What an emotional day. We thought it was going to continue on with a phenomenal boys' state championship win, but unfortunately they fell a little bit short to Bishop Miege. But Steve, what an exhausting and unbelievable day up in Salina that was on March 10th. Yeah, it really was. And if the boys could have just pulled it off, they were certainly in position to do it. Uh, it would have been right there with 1999 uh, when the Bullpups swept the state championships. All right, Steve, so let's transition now into our second thing that we wanted to talk about in terms of audio highlights from our McPherson High broadcast this year. And let's turn it over to the gridiron because this was one unbelievable 2018 football season. And there are so many big plays that we can't really narrow it down to one game or to one play. This was such a fun year, and we're going to have a big, long audio compilation to play all sorts of audio. But Steve, what a great year it was for McPherson High football, finishing with the most wins in school history at 11, finishing 11-1, and one, and just one win shy of a state championship game. But what a great year. Well, I've never seen a year for any team that I've covered in my 40 years where it was just so easy. I mean, those first 11 games were really just very easy. And then, of course, you got up against Goddard. We knew they'd be a very good football team. Uh, you know, they'd, they'd been in the state championship game in 5A in the past. And uh, to be honest, uh, the Bullpups won the game everywhere except on the scoreboard. So let's listen to some of the big plays and some of our fun audio from this year's McPherson High had a terrific football season. Kenneman, 40, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Bullpups! Here comes Cody Stoffelbein, and he'll take him down inside the 15. Touchdown, Bullpups from 11 yards out. Absolute perfection. Pass here to the near side. Gabe Hoover. Kiss him goodbye. See you later. Take a fire to the outside, and a chance at a house call. Down the far sideline, 25, and a big block in front of him. 10, 5, touchdown, Bullpups. Deep ball into the end zone. He's there, Chandler Wired. He brings in the grab from 38 yards. And a touchdown, McPherson. Gabe Hoover, five, and he makes his way into the end zone. Jacob File right up the chute. Jacob File to 30. Jacob File 20. Down to the outside, angling toward the far left corner, 10. Five, touchdown, Bullpups. It's intercepted by Jacob File, and a chance at a house call. File 30, 20, 10, five, touchdown, Bullpups. Aaron Powell, first into the secondary, 10, five, touchdown, Bullpups. Stepping up, throwing one toward the end zone for Gabe Hoover, coming back to get it! He makes the grab and is into the end zone! Touchdown, Bullpups! Sweep they give to Jace Kinnaman, the C's part, and the boss rips it right up the middle and into the end zone! Kyler Hoppus will pass, they want the wheel route, Jace Kinnaman down the near sideline, can he track it down? Yes! Jace Kinnaman in the 10, 5, touchdown, Bullpups! They practiced that play all week here at McPherson Stadium, and Jace Kinnaman finally... After 53 career rushing touchdowns, gets his first receiving touchdown. How about that? Steve, let's go back to basketball as we continue on our list of some of the best audio moments from the year for our McPherson High Sports Broadcast. Let's turn things over to boys basketball and what was one of our favorite weekends of the year, and in particular, the McPherson Invitational. And there are two games that we want to have on this list. Number one, the Friday night semifinal game against Shawnee Mission East. The Bullpups were without Jake Alexander that night. They were trailing almost the whole game. It took a fourth quarter comeback to come back and win that game, and then emotionally recharge, get ready for Bishop Carroll in the championship game. 
Let's start off with the Shawnee Mission East game, Steve. And in terms of energy inside the roundhouse in all of 2018, I don't know if there was a game that had quite that much energy. And like we talked about in our year in review, I think the McPherson crowd willed the Bullpups to a win in that fourth quarter. Yeah, they really did. Uh, they they were the they were the sixth man in that game. Shawnee Mission East just kind of crumbled down the stretch. And, uh, you know, we talk about momentum. Well, the Bullpups got the momentum, and old Mo pulled the Bullpups to the victory. So here's some audio from the Shawnee Mission East game as the Bullpups won the McPherson Invitational semifinals. The roundhouse is rocking as we start the fourth quarter as it should be. The final game of the day on day number two of the 54th Annual McPherson Invitational. And the McPherson Bullpups need a rally here in the fourth quarter. They trail Shawnee Mission East 42-36. Mason Alexander flips the pass over the left wing for Ben Pyle. Pyle back to Jace Alexander. Three ball, left wing. Good! As Jace Alexander knocks down a three. He's got nine points, and the roundhouse is electrified. Bullpups want to answer. Mason, here's the answer. Good! 47-47, and a timeout taken by McPherson. Mason Alexander dribbling, stepping back, hit the three to tie it. Now a three for the lead. Good! Mason Alexander with a three, and the Bullpups take that lead. 50-47. What a win as the Bullpups rally from nine points down in the second half, and they come back to shock the Shawnee Mission East Lancers here in the semifinals, day number two of the McPherson Invitational. 61-49, to 49, the Bullpups win it. What a game. Bullpups win, Bullpups win, Bullpups win it. And they advance into the championship game tomorrow night with a date with the Bishop Carroll Golden Eagle. Now as they had to revamp and get ready for the McPherson Invitational Championship game against Bishop Carroll on the Saturday. It was the same story as the Bullpups just could not get any of that old momentum going their way, but a big dunk in that game really got the Bullpups going, and of course, it came from Ben Pyle. 40 seconds left in this third frame. Mason Alexander thought about a three. Right wing picks up his dribble at the free throw line. Left corner, Pyle dribbling in, and a one-handed jam! This place is rocking! Ben Pyle with 15 as he slams it down with authority! Ben Pyle lets out a yell and says, let me hear you, Roundhouse. This place is coming to its feet. Now it's getting loud. Now it's getting loud. Everybody just got out of their comas, I think, because Ben Pyle rocks the Roundhouse. So the Bullpup started to get some of that old momentum back in the fourth quarter. The Bullpup fans knew inside the Roundhouse that they were on the verge of clinching another McPherson Invitational Championship. And they did, Steve. It was a great weekend. So much good basketball and so many good teams inside that tournament. But that was the weekend, and especially that, that, that Saturday championship game against Bishop Carroll, that we will look back on and really realize how strong the boys' basketball team was this past year. Yeah, it really was a great weekend, and I still go back to the Friday game. I, that's as loud as I'd heard in the roundhouse in a long time. We could barely even hear ourselves in our headsets. It was just so loud. And then Carroll, Carroll's kind of like the poor man's miege to the McPherson fans. We've lost to Carroll in a lot of different sports, not as many as uh, to miege, but uh, they're kind of looked at as the same way. Uh, very well-coached team, very balanced team, and uh, it was just a great championship game. It's what you want in the finals of a tournament. Here's our final call from the boys winning the McPherson Invitational in 2018. Three seconds left, and the roundhouse comes to its feet. 
for the 24th time. The Bullpups win the McPherson Invitational by a final score of 61 to 51. They overcome a six-point halftime deficit, and McPherson victors again. Bullpups win. Bullpups win. Bullpups win it. And for the fourth consecutive year, the Bullpups and these seniors are Invitational champions. What a night here at the Roundhouse, Steve, and what a weekend as we saw 12 terrific games. But again, in one of the toughest fields that this Invitational has seen in a long time, the Bullpups stand atop the podium. Yeah, and boy, did they earn it this time. You know, Blue Valley West gave them a you know, a pretty good game in the first round, but last night was just the ultimate gut check. Uh, you know, a 21-point swing. It was also a championship year in the midseason basketball tournaments for the McPherson High girls as they won their Mid-America Classic with great wins throughout the weekend, beating Shawnee Mission South, then turning around and beating Olathe South, the pesky Falcons, and then beating Manhattan, who was the defending 6A state champion in the final. Steve, that was another great weekend. Some of the other games throughout that weekend, some of the other teams that were playing, they didn't quite have the same energy as the boys tournament had the week before. But it was another great weekend of the Mid-America Classic and obviously very successful for McPherson. Well, the big game was the hurdle, uh, the mental barrier, getting over against Olathe South because Olathe South, you know, had never lost a game in the McPherson Invitation. been coming here for years, and uh, the Bullpups really took care of that uh, team pretty handily. And then a really good championship game. Uh, Manhattan, of course, had Christiana Carr, you know, who, uh, you know, NCAA Division I recruit. But uh, the Bullpups, you know, they had Taylor Robertson. They had a lot of balance, and they were able to get it done. And a great performance that night from Mandy Cooks, Exactly. Too. Mandy Cooks just coming back from injury for that tournament. And uh, she'd struggled kind of the uh, first two games. But it seemed like Mandy's best games, even though she didn't play, she only played about half the season, her best games were in the biggest moments. So here's the final call of our audio of the McPherson I girls winning the Mid-America Classic from this January. Manhattan knocks it down, but it will not matter. The final score, McPherson 61, Manhattan 52. And for the first time since 2012, the Bullpups win the Mid-America Classic. For the 11th time in school history, the Bullpups get to hold the shiny silver ball. 61-52, Bullpups win, Bullpups win, Bullpups win it. It's a 6-0 tournament season here at the Roundhouse. And Steve Sell, both of these McPherson high teams are rolling. Neither of them have lost since December 8th. Steve will break away from McPherson High basketball now on our list of some of the best moments for our McPherson High sports broadcast. And one of them that I really enjoyed that I think might slide under the radar a little bit came in the soccer season when the McPherson boys were playing their regular season finale at home and they were playing against Great Bend and it was one emotional game back and forth the entire way. It was tied up 3-3 going into overtime. We had fans that were ready to jump out onto the field. There was screaming. You could hear it on we our crowd two, mics. We had, we had the officials getting into it with each other. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that moment of that game. Yeah, we had, we had the lead official come over and admonish his uh, side referee, I'd never seen anything like that in my life. And not just once, but a couple times. And just when this McPherson team, you started to think, uh-oh, the momentum is not on their side. Great Bend was starting to roll, but the Bullpups got a game-winning goal, a walk-off golden goal in overtime as Rhett Edmondson scored for McPherson. And now Great Bend will clear it out in the end to our left. Maybe the best thing that could happen in this game is it end up in a draw. That, that way, nobody goes home happy. How about a win? 
chipping over the top and into the back of the net, Red Edmondson. In overtime, the Bullpups knock off Great Bend and win it 4-3 in the regular season finale. What a ball sent in from all the way back in the defense. Tyler Hoxie over the top for Red Edmondson, and this one belongs to the Bullpups. McPherson 4, Great Bend 3. Bullpups win, Bullpups win. The Bullpups win it. Steve Sell, how about a capper to the regular season tonight with the most exciting win of the season. Well, this, this this is just a very crazy game. And and I was just saying, and the Great Bend fans are just absolutely losing their mind over here. I think we got some fans that are ready to just run onto the field if they had their druthers, but they won't. But. Steve, we'll keep it with soccer with some of our favorite audio moments. And that Red Edmondson goal, that was a really fun one as the Bullpups would play two more games. They would play Hayes and then eventually lose to Bishop Carroll to be ousted in the postseason. Girls soccer, though, they had one unbelievable ride as they outscored their opponents 136-9 to during the season. They finished with a record of 18-2-1. They finished in third place in the state in 4-1A through as they lost to Bishop Meage in the semifinals, then turned around to beat Topeka Hayden 5-0 in the third place game. Steve, I don't remember another team that was quite as dominant as this team was. I know you were mentioning the McPherson High football team was maybe on that same level, but 136 to nine. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, those are those are right there in black and white. And uh, again, McPherson had so much skill and so many offensive weapons. The way they passed the ball, the way they finished plays, um, I you know I just felt like they were the second best team in the state. Bishop Miege was just. They were world beaters. They were just beyond unbelievable, though. And those girls, you know, they played, you know, in the wintertime together. You could see that those girls had played together for a long time. We carried almost every McPherson I soccer game this past spring because they only played four games on the road. Right. Yeah. And so we had them for almost every single game during the year. We have a ton of audio from great goals and great performances, and we'll play that now. Hageman, ball was on. Save and goes in. It hits the crossbar and goes down. And the Bullpups hold a 5-0 lead. Kenzie Godwin inside the 18, passes off. Aislinn Hughes right in front of the Aislinn Hughes, goal number 30 this season. A single season school record. And finally, she gets to that 30-goal mark. And the Bullpups take a 1-0 lead here in the 10th minute. That is about as beautiful as a sequence. Uh, the Bullpups have played here in a long time. Hageman passed to Aislinn Hughes, setting it up with the right, takes a shot and scores! With a hat trick in her final game as a Bullpup, she has 32 goals this season, and perfect execution here to take a 4-0 lead in the 43rd minute. Back out to the top, J.C. Burkhardt fires with her right, it scores! J.C. Burkhardt Rips this one at the left side netting, and the Bullpups take a 2-0 lead. Goal number six on the season for J.C. Burkhardt. Here's Kenzie Godwin after a nice through ball to Kenneth inside the 18 it scores! Steve and I also had the privilege this year to broadcast some volleyball from inside the roundhouse as we got to call two different double headers for McPherson High, and one of them was extremely exciting as the Bullpup girls were hosting Bueller. It was a packed house. Steve and I are right in the middle of the McPherson fans and the Bueller fans, and the Bullpup girls, they lose the first set. And everybody in the building is starting to get a little nervous. The Bueller fans, who don't really ever get to win inside the roundhouse, they were starting to feel so excited. But the Bullpups rallied in set number two. They ended up coming back to win it in the, in the third set. And that was a huge win for this team. But 
Steve, it was a lot of fun to do volleyball, and this was definitely our most fun match. It really was. You know, volleyball is a very fast game. There's, you know, there's no lulls. So uh, a lot of action to call, a lot of exciting uh, spikes and kills, whatever you want to call them, and just some really good play by the Bullpups. Coach Doyle does a great job with her team, and uh, they were ranked in the top ten once again this year. So here's some of our audio from the comeback to beat Bueller in volleyball from this past fall. Crusaders hit it way long, and we're going to a third set here inside the roundhouse. McPherson, 25-17, set number three coming up. Burkhart to a knee, Katie Bird to the ground! Woo! Hit it up perfectly, 22-18. J.C. Burkhart again, I mean, there's no way Katie Bird can not score on that. J.C. Burghardt putting it on the money, and look who's serving for the bullpup. Taylor Casebeer trying to close this one out, 22-18. Near side, Callie Joes blocks with the net. Katie Berg digs it back out. Burghardt over and two. <laughs> 23-18. What a play by J.C. Burghardt again. She, they didn't, they thought they were gonna, she was gonna set it. Instead, she hit it over and two, and found it right in no man's land for the point. Serves it from left to right. Up at the net. Callie Chose nearly has this one for the win. And a lift, and it is. 25-20. The Bullpups rally and win the final two sets and knock off the Bueller Crusaders. 21-25, 25-17, and 25-20. Bullpups win. Bullpups win. The Bullpups win it. And Steve Sell at the end of set one. I didn't know if we'd be saying that. Well, I'm not sure. But, boy, what an emotional lift for the Bullpups. They have struggled so mightily in three-set matches this year, but this time they got up off the deck, and boy, I tell you, this team just laid it all on the line. They were diving after loose balls, and they come over and and uh, thank the uh, student section. They are excited. That was just a terrific match. I mean, that was postseason volleyball right there. Steve will stay inside the roundhouse for this next pick, but this was not a McPherson High sporting event, which we'll break away from here for a little bit. But we had the opportunity to broadcast the first official Mayor's Cup between McPherson College and Central Christian in terms of basketball, where normally this game had been played, and as the father of Dogball always said, there's no mayor and there's no cup. Well, this year, the mayor was there. He organized it all. There was a cup, and we had some awesome basketball inside the roundhouse. Yeah, give a big shout-out to Roger Trimmel, who was, you know, the guy that, that uh, uttered that uh, comment. And, of course, he was he was right there. And, and just a couple of great games. Uh, the roundhouse was really great turnout. I think we had about 1,500 people there. If it had been on campus, it would have been about half that size crowd-wise, but I think this is an event that's uh, here to stay. The McPherson College women were victors over Central Christian, and then a phenomenal game on the men's side as the Tigers were victorious, and it was an initial split in our first-ever official Mayor's Cup, and here are some of the highlights from those two games. Dumps it down to the baseline, hits him with a pump fake, off the backboard, and good. Strong take for the junior from Fort Worth as she gets her second basket, and it is 28-23 Central. Kick out, Timms, open three, swish! And the Bulldogs lead it by 10. And in the first leg of the Mayor's Cup, it's the Bulldogs of McPherson College that come away with a win against their Crosstown rivals as McPherson wins tonight 71-56. And the Bulldogs improve to 4-0 on their season and their second win over the Tigers in less than a week. Open three, good! The Bulldogs have taken the lead. This is a 15-point swing in the second half. 45-43 McPherson. 
Another three for the Tigers. It's good. Paul on the second. Knocks down his second tray. And Central on the men's side will walk away with the first ever Mayor's Cup on the men's side. And a big win tonight here inside the roundhouse as Central Christian beats McPherson 68-60. to We'll wrap up this audio piece and looking back at 2018 and we'll finish things off with McPherson High Baseball, which we're able to broadcast a lot of their games throughout this year, whether it was out at the Grant Sports Complex or on the road for the regionals at Hayes. We had a great day for baseball out there at Hayes. The Bullpups had to play Bueller in the regional final and it was a terrific game. We've got some audio from that. But Steve, a really fun McPherson High Baseball season for Coach Gerstner and the guys. Yeah, it really was and Dylan Weary's uh, had a Wall of Fame season. Uh, his He was so good that he went on to the Wall of Fame, uh, his second uh, All-State first team, uh, uh, you know, recognition. And it was just a really good team. Uh, Coach Gerstner's done a great job with that program. Of course, his very first year, he got him into the state finals. And they've just been a very consistent program since he's been here. So here's some audio from our baseball regional final as McPherson took on Bueller. And what was not a win for McPherson, but was still a very exciting game. And the first pitch gets away from the catcher, Schultz. Hoover slides into the plate, and the Bullpups make this a 5-2 game. This ball is rolled over to the third base, but going to be a tough play. His only play is the first, and it's an overthrow. One runs in, Wicker, two runs are in file. And Wyatt Seidel stands up in the second base. And now Wyatt hits one in the center field, and that will fall. And we are tied up in the regional final here in Hayes. Four runs in the bottom of the fourth inning are only one out. And one hit. Fastball shot back to where he's at the mound. He'll throw to second for one. Hoover throws over to first in time. One, six, three, the double play. And the Bullpups get out of the top of the fifth inning. All right, Steve, that will do it for 2018. We had a terrific year of broadcasting McPherson I sporting events. Our record is extremely good. So, again, <laughs> thanks to us for, for all of the wins. It's all on us. But such a fun year, so many great moments, and we're looking forward to 2019 because yeah, I, I think we've got some more big moments. 2019 has got a really tough act to follow. There was a lot of great times in uh, 2018, and we're just in a great run of, of athletics right now at McPherson High.